Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Time in Full, a podcast from Designed Conveyor Systems. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining the show. Whether you're joining us for the live edition or catching us later on the recorded podcast, we appreciate it very much. Today on the show, we're discussing creating a successful supply chain strategy. And I can think of no better person to join us today than Mark Kidwell, the Director of Supply Chain Consulting for Designed Conveyor Systems. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you on today. So, Mark, let's start off here. I want to learn a little bit more about your background and share that with the audience. So can you tell us a little bit more about your role at DCS and your history in the material handling industry? Sure. So my uh, history in the material handling industry, it's, uh, it goes back over 40 years. Uh, started as a lift truck driver in a grocery store warehouse in South Georgia. Uh, and from there, uh, went on, did uh, one of the things I like to say nowadays is 20 years ago, I worked for UPS for 20 years. And a variety of different roles from loading trucks and delivering packages to operations and engineering management and then went on to uh, help a startup 3PL, uh, fully automated 3PL in the food industry after UPS. Did some time in publishing industry uh, and then uh, as a managing a consulting group uh, from an Atlanta based company and uh, different roles since then uh, in consulting and uh, recently about a year and a half ago, came on board with uh, DCS uh, to help build out the consulting group here at DCS. We're excited to add this to our service offerings uh, and really broaden and fill out our capabilities uh, within the industry. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff, Mark. So this is an industry that you have a lot of experience in, uh, that, that material handling and supply chain type area. And right now, anyways, it feels like there's never been more interest in supply chain as a topic. And you're hearing it discussed on the news, which uh, a while ago might not ever really expect to hear uh, supply chain discussed on the news. So why is there so much interest and conversation surrounding this topic right now? So I think a lot of the reason you hear supply chain discussed on the news right now is because it's not working very well. (laughs) (laughs) Typically, it's one of those uh, topics no one thinks about uh, because it just does its job. Uh, It quietly uh, doesn't make doesn't mean it does its job easily. But behind the scenes, uh, goods and services flow. They get ordered, they get manufactured, they get distributed, and they get consumed. And uh, as we've all seen, given the uh, strange environment we've been in over the last year and a half or so, there's been a lot of disruptions um, going all the way back to raw materials and sourcing for manufacturing, uh, through finished goods distribution, the problems we've seen at the ports uh, with goods not being able to get in due to uh, whether it be labor or any other myriad of types of uh, challenges that we've had. Um, And so now supply chain is front and center uh, in a lot of conversations and a lot of policy and a lot of discussions, even on the nightly news. I I thought it was cute the first few times I heard him talk about supply chain and we're way past cute now. It's a a real issue uh, because we're having challenges that we've never seen before. That's a really, really great point. And given some of those challenges and what we see going on in the market right now, um, considering all of that and taking that into account, what are some of the key factors in your mind that need to be considered when it comes to developing a a supply chain strategy these days for companies? Um, What are some of those key factors that you think uh, have to be kind of brought into the conversation? So I think there's some uh, areas that have really been highlighted uh, in this latest series of challenges that have bubbled up to the top 
the first of which is risk and risk uh, mitigation, um, whether it be single sourcing of product or reliance on uh, sole providers of services, uh, those type of risks uh, that have really bubbled up. Um, we've seen a lot of challenges around just the availability of human labor, human capital. Uh, not only people hesitant to work because of conditions, but people that cannot work because of uh, different conditions. And so the, the redundancy or reliance on people to execute the supply chain, while they'll never be totally removed and should not be totally removed, um, it's highlighted a, a, a weak spot, so to speak, in the supply chain uh, where we're 100% dependent on people for certain executable functions within supply chain. Uh, that and this uh, throughout the last 15 to 25 years, we've seen a lot of goods and services be exported overseas uh, for all the right reasons. Um, but when it's difficult to run an import business uh, and get those goods and services back into the country as needed, um, nearshoring, uh, which is a term you hear more of now, and getting them back into the U.S., getting those manufacturing of products and critical products and services back here uh, is, is really highlighted a, a soft spot uh, in the what was the normal supply chain. And, uh, and now, obviously, nothing's normal anymore. That's a that's a great point, and I think a, a nice summary for how the last uh, couple of years have gone. Really, is uh, nothing is quite normal at this point. And, and so, given that that is the case, you know, one of the things that you wrote about in an excellent blog post that Design Conveyor Systems has on their website that you wrote for them on this topic, you said that one of the things that's important is to create a supply chain strategy that aligns with the company's business goals. What does that look like exactly? And, and how would you describe um, a supply chain strategy that, that aligns with what a company's business goals are? Uh, talk us through that a little bit. Yeah, so there's there's a, a couple of ways to look at the supply chain strategy. One is the the overall movement of, uh, of goods, whether, whether you're an importer or finished goods distribution or manufacturers. You know, where do you get them from? Um, the frequency with which you order and manufacture. Uh, the typical things that uh, supply chain uh, people deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, looking at those known metrics and variables uh, and understanding what's, what's the right answer now, given the new set of conditions we've got. Uh, it, maybe it used to be sourcing from Asia or um, other areas of the world uh, that now have become much more challenging to source from or distribution uh, instead of one large centralized location, uh, which might be the best distribution strategy from some metrics uh, into more forward deployed looking smaller distribution operations. Um, there's a lot of uh, focus on the analytics behind that, given the new risk factors that are involved that weren't formally in play. Uh, now, the other side of, of uh, proper alignment really starts with metrics. Uh, we see this a lot, especially on the consulting side, when we go in to help a company assess their operation. And I always like to start, typically the company wants to start on the floor in the operation with a particular area that's giving them challenges. But I always like to back up and start at uh, what are the primary company objectives, uh, what are the goals? 
And let's start with alignment of measurables. And by that, I mean driving all the way down through the layers of management and into the hourly employees. Is each department aligned in that their goals support the overall company goals and don't end up being competing or conflicting goals? And as an example of that might be uh, the obvious example is always, uh, say, in procurement whether it's for raw materials and manufacturing or for finished goods, if I am incented uh, to buy at a discount um, and that's how I'm measured in the procurement function, uh, does that conflict with the goal of inventory management, uh, frequency of turns, operational space and utilization and things of that nature? And a lot of times we find that the metrics that we use to measure ourselves internally don't align and don't permit uh, an overall excellence uh, at the very top level. It, uh, we've created conflicting goals. So we mm. start with that, with the, the metrics. What are you measuring? How are you measuring it? Does, it uh, does operations align with IT, which aligns with customer service and all the other uh, individual functions? And making sure that everyone's doing as much as they can to support each other with the same common goal. So that's really one of the uh, the internal supply chain strategies we try to look at is, is alignment of metrics and, and keeping it simple and keeping it clear. And so there's kind of the, the two phases there, the internal metrics, but then the external, more of the strategic, uh, the how many DCs, where are they, how big, which uh, areas of the country do they support and things of that nature. So it's really a twofold internal and external strategy that we try to look at. That's a really interesting point. And just talking about finding those those metrics and, and making sure that they all point towards a common goal for the business, I think makes a lot of sense. You know, we, we started off this conversation here talking about the current state of the supply chain and, and the fact that it is experiencing some, some troubles right now and, and that sort of thing. What lessons, if any, do you feel like we've learned maybe throughout this time? And and how does maybe supply chain look different in the future as a result of um, the past couple of years and, and some of the challenges we've experienced? So I think some of the hard lessons we've learned um, are the uh, some of the processes that uh, we've taken for granted that we could simply throw labor at uh, to get us through some of the uh, more difficult uh parts of the year or seasonality uh, type challenges. We've learned that uh, that labor is not always available. And in fact, most of the clients that I talked to over the last year and a half, well, since COVID, uh, the common theme has been not that they don't want to hire people, but they can't get enough people. So how can they help? How can we help them reduce their reliance on headcount? Uh, at least for seasonal headcount. Um, so that's a hard lesson that's been learned. Uh, also, the fragility, I'll call it, of some of the processes. Uh, so even in some of the more highly automated operations or uh, companies that we work with, they're built for a certain type of activity. For example, maybe they're built to uh, resupply stores or other distribution centers, not necessarily to sell to you and me on uh, direct consumer orders. And the major shift in order profiles has caused a lot of disruption. And that's been a real learning of, you know, 
do they need better flexibility within their operation or do they need separate operations for uh, separate types of orders? And it's um, the answer isn't the same for every com company, uh, but clearly there's been some learnings over the last year and a half or so regarding the availability of labor and the flexibility uh, of current operations to scale to different types of support as needed uh, in a much more dramatic way than anyone ever really thought would be required pre-COVID. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting point and something that that you're right has been discussed quite a bit uh, across the industry. And so maybe something that that we could talk about to to mitigate some of those things is the capabilities that DCS has to help support supply chain strategies. So tell me a little bit about those capabilities and what you do at DCS that can really help support uh, what a company's goals are when it comes to supply chain. Sure. Uh, it uh, obviously it all starts with strategy. Uh, we want to talk to the customer about. What is their strategy? Um, where are they currently? Uh, we're all tired of the word new normal, but um, it, everyone understands what it means. You know, what is the new normal? And based on that, where do they see themselves going in the next three to five years? So we'll start with the strategy uh, and try to, as best we can, define what the new horizon looks like. Um, then we'll talk to them about the structure, uh, the structure of the of the plan of what it takes to support that business strategy. Um, and then we get into the, the execution. And uh, a lot of times these, these structural discussions uh, occur around things like um, inventory management. Uh, the push over the last several years has been to lean down the inventory and uh, carry less, turn more frequently, um, things of that nature, which is a great strategy except for when your inventory availability is not good. Uh, so trying to build some more robustness into uh, the inventory strategy, um, looking at uh, uh, different options for scaling, whether it be uh, more machine-driven or, or automated technology-type solutions, uh, things that in the past might have been uh, not the right decision from an ROI perspective are now becoming the right decision uh, because it's uh, we have clients that simply can't meet the top line order demand that they have on a daily basis and they're losing revenue and it's all driven by the unavailability of labor at this point so we're looking at solutions helping them determine and develop solutions uh, and design solutions for different types of automation at different levels uh, how scalable is it? How portable is it? And things of that nature so that um, as things change in the future, uh, the labor market always changes. Uh, I wish I could tell you where it's gonna, what it's going to change to, um, but I don't know. So flexibility, designing flexibility into both operations and overall strategy is we, we're spending a lot of time working with clients on those two areas and the flexibility within the operation and then the overall supply chain strategy of now how can we adapt to whatever is coming next well mark we really appreciate you joining us today and sharing your thoughts on one of the hottest topics of the day when it comes to uh, supply chain and that sort of things do you have any final thoughts anything you want to leave our viewers and listeners with here today mark uh, just when it comes to building a successful supply chain strategy during this time yeah now i think uh, uh 
the thing I would highly recommend uh, is that you follow the, the approach of developing the strategy first, uh, understanding where your company wants to be in three to five years, uh, not ignoring the current challenges, but uh, developing that strategy, build a structure that supports that business strategy as required, uh, and be flexible and adaptable uh, in that structure. And then uh, choose the right partner to help you execute uh, those plans and that strategy. Um, but that's that's the process. That would be what I would uh, leave you with is, you know, focus on the process uh, and you should you should get results that you uh, can be happy with. Excellent stuff. Mark Kidwell, Director of Supply Chain Consulting for Design Conveyor Systems. You can visit designconveyor.com for more information today about their services, what they provide, and so much more. Mark, thank you so much for joining us here for this episode of the show. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone out there, thank you for joining us for this episode of On Time in Full, a podcast from Designed Conveyor Systems. Of course, we'll be back soon with new episodes of the podcast, but until then, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date with the latest. And of course, visit that website, designedconveyor.com, for more information to reach out to Designed Conveyor. If you have any questions, any uh, concerns, anything that you need to get answered, make sure to reach out to, to Designed Conveyor Systems uh, today at designedconveyor.com. And stay Stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But for this one, for Mark Kidwell, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.